Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Podcast. This is your host, D-Rock, and today I'm excited to talk to someone who I've been able to watch the past couple of years and have gotten to really know a lot of the same people who always say, she's so cool, she's awesome, you got to talk to her, <laughs> and finally able to make it happen, so I'm honored and excited to talk with the amazing Laura Cross. Laura, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, that's quite the intro. Thank you very much. Uh, and I guess a thank you to my friends who um, who you've met. Uh, I'll actually shout out uh, CJ Films and Hans Vanderkill. They're like, yes. they become two of my very, very good friends um, this year. No, they're, they're, they've, they're two of my good friends, which is, it's a blessing in itself that I think people don't know, like, getting like the connections you make in this industry. There's obviously, and we, you know, probably we'll talk about like why yourself and other people are joined this world. But one of the things is like the awesome, like connections you make and yeah, CJ and Hans um, are, you know, Hans was on the first, he helped. I wouldn't be doing this podcast without him and CJ has been such a great friend. So, and they both talk. So as with <laughs> many others talk so highly of you, and Aww. like you know you as a as a wrestler and a performer but they talk even greater of you as a as a person how nice you are so oh thank you so much yeah i um i really like uh doing what i do and i feel like if i ever find myself um falling out of love with you know something that uh, i am doing as part of my job i you know phase it out um I just feel like you can't be like the best unless you are super passionate about um, the things that you do, you know? So like if I find a type of session I'm not that into, I'll just, you know, phase it out. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. um, It's funny you say that because I've kind of learned to just like be like, Hey, people are different, but I, I, for a long time, I was amazed with people who I would talk to and they would say like they're doing a job or they're doing, you know, even like an extracurricular activity. And they're like, they're just doing it just to do it. Like, yeah. they're just like, I'm just collecting a paycheck. And I go, yeah, I, I, I do get the concept of like, you know, work to get money and to live. But I'm like, you have no interest. Like you, you don't find it. They're like, no, I just do it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, man, I. I I hate to use the word impossible, but I'm like, that's like near impossible for me. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, I, uh, my first big girl job was um, working at an advertising agency. Mm. And so it was like a, it was a desk job. Um, And I would even get done with my work, you know, before the time that I was allowed to leave and they were like, yeah, you can't leave because it'll upset your other coworkers. So you have to sit at your desk until 5 PM. Oh, wow. And I'm just like, but I work faster and I got all my stuff done. Look, like (laughs) why, why I would even like go around and ask people if they needed help, um, with whatever they were doing. But, uh, yeah, I was just like miserable, um, having to keep a nine to five, not being able to travel very much and really just sitting still in one place for the majority of a day, um, just made me feel horrible. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. I, I'm, 
I totally get that. It's it, it's hard. It's hard for me. Like I, I just need that. I need something. Even like you know, there's no perfect anything, or no perfect job, or there's something that you're not gonna like about it, or it doesn't mix with you. But I have to have something that keeps me engaged, or I I, I just I suffer through it, and and I I get amazed when I meet people who they don't have to do that, and. I'm like, well, that's that's okay. I guess you know. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I it was almost like, like learning a different language when people would say that. I go, so wait, you just do it and you don't like it and you just for like, eight hours of the day. And they're like, yep. I'm like, wow. I'm like, well, that's impressive. Especially like a lot of people do it to support their, you know, their families and stuff. And I completely, completely respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel incredibly lucky that um i don't have that sort of uh commitment you know that i have to uh stay in that role and was able to sort of take a little bit of a leap and go back to school um and assume a lot of debt (laughs) yes yes same here i was like i'll take that risk (laughs) um but yeah i went back to school to be um a dietitian and an exercise physiologist. Okay. And so I got to work at a, I was working at a cardiac rehab when I quit, but I really enjoyed that. Um, for a hospital, it's like on your feet mm-hmm. and you're hands on helping these people who like just had an event and they're super inspired and want to get better. Okay. Um, with their exercise, cardio, hands-on. And then I also got to do their nutrition along with it. And I, I mean, I really liked that. If I uh, ever decided to quit traveling, I'd probably go back to it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, were you always into physical fitness? And, like, was that something, like, you, you grew up with? Or how, how did you be, you know, because from seeing, like, you know, watching – your videos and hearing people who obsession against you, but also like, you know, knowing my research, like you're, you're a, you're definitely someone who's physical and and, an athletic person, a great athlete. But was that something that like, kind of like was always there? Did you kind of grow into that? Um, So that was always there. Uh, I, from the age of seven, um, was on, you know, multiple sports teams. So I would be doing softball and basketball or um, two softball teams. Uh, And I told my dad at a very early age that I wanted to play college softball. Okay. Um, So we like got on track with that. And uh, I would be on like a school team as well as a travel team. Okay. And um, I would do, like, extra sprints with my dad. Um, You know, I'd practice uh, fielding. I would always be, like, the last person to leave practice. And I would do extra batting practice. Um, I learned to bat left-handed when I was 12 because I was too small. (laughs) Oh, wow. So you you were naturally right-handed, but you learned to bat lefty. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, So that was... That was tricky, but um, I made it to play college, so it worked out. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, was softball your favorite sport, or was that the sport that you were best at? So, it was definitely my favorite sport. Um, when, well, of course, when I was little, little, I wanted to play baseball. I actually wanted to be the first, like, female major league player. I decided okay. that college softball was a close second. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was definitely my favorite. Uh, no, you're you're talking to a baseball fan. I mean, I'm I'm in the Philly. I'm outside of Philly. I grew up in Philly, so the Phillies going to the World Series was amazing this year. So that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I um, yeah, I really loved it. Uh, I think. Kind of the uh, the ability to stay like mentally engaged, especially in the field, um, you know, for every pitch mm-hmm. is uh, I really I really enjoyed that about me. If that makes sense, 
it's that's like, interesting um yeah like I didn't have any errors in um my high school softball career and so once I realized that I had a streak going I was like I'm gonna keep this but it was kind of like a form of meditation if it makes sense like you are like 100% associated like you're not mm-hmm. disassociated at all and you're thinking okay uh Sam at second base I'm like all right if they hit it to my right you know I'm going to second base you know if they hit a little bit to my right I'm gonna try to tag them and go straight to first base and you think through all the scenarios well before the next um pitch mm-hmm. uh and I just thought that was that was really fun. <laughs> no, that's, and that's cool to hear because, um, you know, when I, I played, right. I was like, uh, it was interesting to hear people who wanted to pitch and wanted to be catchers. And I was like, to me, you know, I was like, I don't, you the pitcher, you're on the spotlight and yeah. to be the catcher, you're in kind of in the spotlight too, but asking them. And then, you know, as I got older thinking about it, what they said was, there's always action. You know, the game goes with me, whether they're, you know, the pitcher to like when I, you know, when I throw the pitch at go or the catcher's always calling the game and, you know, yep. has to keep. So that's why they, and I was like, that's true. Cause baseball, I love it, but that wasn't my first sport. Like that wasn't my first choice for my favorite sport. So like a lot of times, like, you know, being in the outfield, sometimes yep. it's like, man, like there's no action. Like, I'm in left field. I was like, I'm like, I kind of want to sit down <laughs> and like, just like chill. But I'm like, I know I can't do that, but I'm like, I'm getting really bored here. So like, it's interesting that you were able to keep that focus. Yeah. I, I just think that's, um, that, that was probably one of the most important life skills. Right. Yeah. Like you can always be like associated and get a lot more out of whatever you're doing. Um, and normally, you know, enjoy it more, even if it's not your, not your main thing, or you don't think it's your thing. No, absolutely. No, for sure. Um, now. And I think that's like one of the biggest things too, about like sessioning. Um, it's like staying like completely present, you know, Yes. like with what you're doing and like with the person and same with acting, um, you know, if you're tired or whatever, it's like you've learned how to stay, you know, completely there and not get, not get lazy. No, absolutely. And that's something I can honestly say. I don't, there's never been a session where like, I'm not engaged with that session wrestler and we're present. And, and even if it's like, we're just having a conversation or or whatever the case or when we're actually obviously when we're actually you know wrestling or doing the lift and carry or whatever it might be like i'm i'm in like i'm engaged and i'm can say i'm lucky enough where every person i've sessioned with and it's going on actually doing sessions is going on you know 11 years like wow. yeah i know i'm, I'm aging That's myself cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm aging myself now but it, it's like everyone has made me feel that way and i'm i'm grateful for that um for sure. Yeah. What what's your favorite kind of session? I okay, so I'm um and people who have listened have heard me say it, like I'm which is not a negative, it's just what I who I am. I'm ADHD, so I, it bounces <laughs> around and sometimes like it goes up and down. So one that's always consistent, but it's not I never do a whole session of it okay. is I'm really into lift and carry, but I'm a thicker dude. So I'm opposite where I like to lift the session wrestler. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what I mean? How much um, do you weigh just out of curiosity? Um, I, so I'll be honest. Like, so um, I'm about five, in between five, nine and five, 10. And okay. the usually like, um, I would say, especially the pet, anywhere from like 265 to 285. Okay. I got you. Yeah. So, like, for someone to lift you, they need to be, like, bodybuilder. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's – and I have – like, I tell people I have been lifted once. Like, Amazon Amanda did do it one time, and it was cool. So, like, I'm not – I'm not, like, 
like if so, I I don't put that on. I don't ever like go into it. But if someone was like, "Hey, can I try lifting you?" I would be like, "Sure." Yeah. Are, are you sure? <laughs> like, I'm like, if you're if you want to try, sure. But yeah, you I'm, sure I'm, can. <laughs> yeah, I've always was like, you know, I'm I'm average height, but always since I was like nine or ten, like a thicker build, and you know, yeah. into like strong. And that always was that was probably my foray into this as a kid was like lifting and carrying and like, I guess being a pro wrestling fan and like being a That's fan cool. of like strong man seeing like people like an overhead lift or I'm like oh I want to that was before I I knew I was you know five six seven I thought yeah. they were just they just picked someone up overhead on their own I didn't know like oh that's a work and like that person right. is helping them you know but I was like I want to be able to do that to and always it was like the, you know the opposite sex to a, a girl I want to be able to like lift someone up like that so um, i'm sure you could definitely do that to me <laughs> yeah, yeah probably yeah i know yeah um because i i had a session a couple with lexi um this past year one in like new orleans and like one up here in philadelphia and um and she she my first time she said that she was like because she like you know got me in like a hole and i kind of like one arm like picked her up <laughs> and she was like whoa you're strong and I don't ever because I don't I go very inconsistent with lifting so right. in my mind I don't if I'm not lifting like I want to or I used to I feel right. like weak and I'm so, sure you're not I'm sure. <laughs> with, I appreciate that yeah, I appreciate yeah. that but she was like you probably could throw me and I'm like oh okay like I it's just it's a weird it, I don't know I'm sure you you probably have heard people say it like they're not but if they're not like if they go like a while without lifting, they feel like they're the weakest person on the planet, you know, even though, even yes. though they're not, but they, it's a mental thing. Yeah. I, shoot, if I go a week without lifting, I get like, uh, cranky. And okay. then like, is there something I can help you with? Oh my God. Talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> that's my computer. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, you're fine. Um, yeah. I'll like, I'll feel like I'm, I'm weaker. And then it'll take me like a day or two once I get back um, to feel like I'm normal again. But it always comes back. It's just like, yeah, it's just the feeling. Which is, it's to me, it's impressive because, don't get me wrong, so many, and that's, that's one of the many fascinating things uh, about the human body, but just to keep it to like, you know, mixed wrestling and sport, it's like there's obviously like women – who like you, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover always, but like women who like you look at and you're like in this industry are like really strong, but, right. and I'm sure you get it where like people probably, because you're, I hope I'm not too curt, like five, two, five, three. And like, yeah, I'm five, two, like a little, one, little under if I'm if being honest. <laughs> oh, a little under five. Oh, okay. You give yourself the bump. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've so been doing it for years. <laughs> so legit. So barefoot, you would say five, one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I I do it. I'm I'm barefoot. I'm five nine and a half, but always five ten if you ask. You know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> always five ten. I'm like I'll, I'll, I'll you know, wink wink. <laughs> oh um, man, when I was playing college softball, I lied all the way up to five three, and I gave myself ten pounds. <laughs> See, I've always I like the brochures, you know. Uh, but... Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's funny because with the height we're saying. But being a bigger guy with the weight, it was always I go ten pounds the other way. <laughs> I was like, they need to fear me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know, mentioning like I guess you and Lexi, you're both in that same category where I know Lexi has like taller than you, but still yeah. she's a she's, slender build. Yeah, she's petite. Yeah, but strong as anything, and can lift i mean you know people twice your own body weight and do impressive lifts right yeah right. um yeah that's been uh that's been fun to play with uh the last two three years i think um, oh yeah I, no it's awesome yeah i do um i do power lifting um you know when i'm home uh when i travel I always stay at uh, Hilton Hotels. And I mean, they'll have dumbbells up to anywhere from 50 to 70. So you can do quite a bit with dumbbells. And, you know, of course, I'm sessioning. 
So it's physically demanding there as well. But uh, right. when I'm home, I make sure that I do like one power lift every day and um, accessory work. Okay. So what, what, if you don't mind me asking, when it yeah, comes sure. to power lifting, what are your, what are your, your personal best? If, if you know. Oh, sure. Uh, let me, let me go ahead and say that I'm 108 pounds, just so you're more impressed. And, uh, <laughs> it's a shameless show off. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so let's see my deadlift. Um, I can get 230. Wow. That's my best lift by, uh, by a pretty long shot. Um, so I don't do back squat just to parallel um, because I think that I should focus on a full range of motion. So I won't even like let myself know what that number is. Um, okay. So, but as to grass squatting about 150, 155, um, if I'm sure if I went to parallel, it would be more. <laughs> right. Um, Let's see what else. Uh, the overhead press, which I've been working on for a long time, is still not great, but it's at eighty. <laughs> no, that's impressive. Yeah, it's just uh, as much as I'd like it to be able to be my body weight. It's been such slow progress. Um, but I know when I started off, it was like uh, sixty-five to seventy, so it's coming up. So yeah surely. and also like like you said um you know some depending on the person and like their body type some lifts connect easily with people than others but you're also traveling constantly and sessioning and doing other things too so like you know that it's still that's impressive like the the, the improvement you've had and, and the number you have yeah i am like uh, exceptionally gifted at lift and carry specifically for whatever reason, I, I think. Because, um, like, I can do the majority of all my uh, lifts with some guy was 228, and I actually have a video of it, so there's evidence. So there's... <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was able to um, fireman over the shoulder, shoulder ride, um of course piggyback front piggyback uh cradle um uh i was able to put someone in a backbreaker that was 185 i didn't try the backbreaker on the 228 pound oh. person okay. but like but i didn't feel particularly strained so so yeah i, I someone who loves lifting carry so i have two two questions for you Sure. And the first one, I hope I can word it right. Because I heard what you said, and I always kind of wonder. Like, you said, like, you feel, and rightfully so, like, exceptional at lift and carry. I guess when it comes to, like, lift and carry, like, people in particular, like, do you feel like it's, obviously, you lift, like, you're strong, you lift weights. But do you feel like there's something, like, some people are just natural at it and can do it, like, they're just good at lifting people. I I do 100% think that because I have so many of my friends who uh, can lift more weight than me, mm -hmm. cannot lift and carry the people that I can, which I find odd. That's fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if it's maybe a lot of core because um, Lexi Art has, she works on her core all the time and she's... Um, pretty targeted there and i feel like mm -hmm. i do as well so maybe that's the the link so okay because i know even like i said and when i mean like not lifting i mean i'm i'm you know going like months and months without like lifting weights but then like i've been able to lift like you know and carry people who are like pretty heavy like you know a, a friend of mine she was like in, in like the, the 270, 280 range, and I could fireman her. And I remember at that point, I had lost a lot of weight. Right. And, and wasn't even like lifting. It was more like just cardio, but I could still do it. And I'm just like, you know, and I remember seeing like Courtney Olson in the summer, and she's like 180 to 190, and they, you know, all muscle. And I was able to like pick her, and she was like, You're really strong. You can lift me easily. And I was like, 
Oh, okay. You know, you don't know how to compare that, like with right. other people, like Courtney Olson Ko. Mm-hmm. Okay, Roger that. I was like, oh, is that her real name? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always just by Ko. Right. Yeah. I. I've seen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Both. Yeah. I. I've seen both. Um. But. Yeah, I was able to lift her pretty easy, and and so I kind of, I kind of wonder when it comes to like. Is there something to it where like it, it doesn't necessarily matter how much like you like lift like weights sometimes like it's still it can maybe help a little bit but some people just aren't good at lift and carry with people yeah yeah i also think um potentially um being short might be an advantage um having a shorter torso and not, you know what I mean? Mm. Like being more compact. Okay. So it's just, if I'm just thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Now the, um, the guy you said was 228 and the other guy with the backbreaker were they, so that's my second question. I was going to ask, so is it harder or easier to lift someone taller or lift someone who's shorter in height? I think it's easier to lift taller people. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, it seems like all of... And uh, it's kind of weird. So I had a little bit of issue with a guy who was only 185, 190. Mm-hmm. But he was super, like, stout. He was real short. Um, You know what I mean? And, like, wider. Yeah. And I was just surprised how difficult it was. I was like, this should not be this difficult. But I've done two sessions with him, and it was a lot harder each uh, with him than all these other people who weigh a lot more. Hmm. Yeah, that I just was thought the... that was odd. <laughs> no, um, I, I can say, I, I think I said on the show before, uh, Jen Thomas is a good friend of, of mine. And when I first session with her, like, you know, wink, wink, 11 years ago, um, <laughs> and I knew, like, I'd seen her. I was a fan. So I knew, like, her, her numbers. But the number, you know, you see, like, 5'1", 135, 140. So I'm like, that's not a lot. Like, but, like, I remember I did, like, the, uh, like, I'm always, I always, I forget the name, the official name, but, like, the, the wedding style lift. Um... Oh, cradle. Yes, thank you. I did that. That was the first lift I did, and it felt like whoa. And I had lifted people who were heavier than her in earlier sessions, but like yeah. I did like that cradle, and it was like it was probably in my time like lifting session run. Like that was like the hardest. Like I was able to do it, but I was like whoa. And you're and like then, why is this hard? Right, right. And I was like why why is this hard? And I lifted like people, you know, who were bigger, like weighed more, and I'm like this is hard. Like I was able to do it, and I was just like, "Wow!" Well, I did, I never really I think I told that years later, but it was like, and after I see your like, I don't know if it's a mental thing. Like, uh, it's not as hard. Like you know, I can lift her very easy. But that first time, I was like, "What the heck? This is like this is hard to do." Yeah, yeah. Who knows? And she oh. has that short, like, you know, she she's all muscle, but like that shorter build. Yeah. I think there's something to it. I'll do further research. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, let, let me know because I'm I'm fascinated by that. And I've had um, strength historians, you know, people who study strength and, you know, come on the show and stuff. So, like, just like the, you know, just like a lot of things. But that always strength fascinates me because you'll see people who just – are naturally so strong and can put up huge numbers and they don't, they don't like working out. They don't like lifting weights. And it's like, Oh, but they just can walk into the gym and, you know, blow everyone away and they walk out and they're like, yeah, that's the only time I lift this year. I'll probably come back next year. And it's like, what? So, and then other people have to like work, work, work to, to get those same numbers, you know? And then, yeah, it's just interesting. Um, oh, by the way, uh, I started because there's not a lot of like lift and carry on the internet. Um, I know there's a big lift and carry forum um, that is super active. Uh, so I know that's a good spot. But 
I just made a uh, lift and carry not safe for work group on Reddit because there's nothing on Reddit yet. And I think that's oh. ridiculous. Oh, no. Just when we, FYI. Yeah, no, when we get done the interview, like uh, send me the link. I'd love to be on there. Cool. Yeah, I don't know if you read it. <laughs> I, I I don't have like the app. But I, I, I have a lot of people I know who are big time Reddit people. Um, and I go on there sometimes, but I, I will go on there for that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, probably started about three, four months ago. So working on getting it bigger with like a more active, you know, group. No, for sure. Um, Yeah, when when we're done, I'll, I'll we could talk more about it because I'll, I'll any way you need help or any way I can help, I'll, I'm, I'm down. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Um, uh, cool. But I, I'm interested. Um, I know probably the people listening are being like, "Get to it, D Rock." So sorry, but um, how did you discover this world of of session wrestling and and you know mixed wrestling and stuff? Uh, like, we right. kind of, had you known about it, or did someone tell you, or like it, it was it by accident? Like, how how, how did you find this? wild and crazy world so i had been doing um uh fetish acting for a while maybe three four years before i ran across um someone who did session wrestling as well uh i was staying at her house uh we had like a big um shoot day with a few models okay and um yeah, she was just uh, talking about how much she liked it. And I was like, oh, that's like a thing. Okay. And we had a um, semi-competitive wrestling match was one of our videos we were going to make. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, like, I don't really wrestle, but sure, like, pay me whatever you think's fair and we'll wrestle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we wrestled and it was just a... Uh, it was a draw. Like, nobody got any points, and I think it was 10 minutes or something. Oh, okay. And she was, like, uh, she had trained, I think, in jujitsu, Like, not a ton, but she had trained. So she was, like, why are you not session wrestling? And I was, like, I don't know. I mean, I can. <laughs> <laughs> so I just got on the site, and um, I would just post the travel where I was already going to be for my fetish shoots. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I would do, you know, a few sessions and then my shoots and a few sessions and then my shoots. Um, and then it evolved into mostly sessions and a couple shoots. shoots. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm super grateful and pretty much, whatever they would suggest they're like you want to do tickle wrestling i'm like yeah sure <laughs> oh awesome wrestling okay you know, sure tell me what you want to try i'll try it <laughs> yeah yeah and i i'm sure because everyone has a different you know way of how they found out or how they got into it so I, i'm i'm sure that was helpful to be already doing like the fetish acting and like kind of was like i guess like a nice advantage to like to, to make it easier to like be like like you said adapt like easy to adapt to tickle wrestling or whatever the case right i mean shoot i've already been oh by the way if you can hear the barbell dropping my husband's lifting <laughs> oh okay um but yeah and i mean majority of moves that people had me do in fetish were the moves that most people wanted me to do in session wrestling. So I had done, you know, hundreds of videos with head scissoring people and putting people in rear naked chokes or full Nelsons or, you know, whatever um, people would order. I would just look it up. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to ask that you, did you already kind of know or how, how did you get familiar with the, the moves? Uh, YouTube. <laughs> yeah. YouTube and trial and error. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I remember I got one video, uh, 
Ooh, it was like a really intense pro wrestling video. It had like figure fours and figure eights, uh, which was that's pro wrestling move by mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm, I'm blanking on her name, but she's awesome. It was like all of her main moves. Um, oh, pro wrestler. Oh, Charlotte Flair. Yeah, thank you. Um, and so I like practice with my husband for a couple hours before the other model came over. Okay. And I was like, I have to learn how to do a figure four and how to do it well. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> and that was kind of how I just learned a lot of stuff. I like to just sort of throw myself into the deep end. And I always figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But I'm yeah. like, hey, now I know how to do a figure four. That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. It's, uh, it was really fun. So was there, um, when you started like, all right, you know, transitioning to doing more and more sessions and joining the mixed wrestling, you know, fetish wrestling world, was there anyone that you kind of just go into it and just, I know you, you've made your own path, but like, was there another session wrestler who you kind of like, you looked at and was like, oh, I like how they do their videos or I like how they do their moves or something like that? Uh, Vivi Lane. Okay, that's, that's a great one. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I think she is, she put so much time into um, learning how to be, you know, a top-notch fighter and wrestler. Yeah. And she's She takes acting classes, like she's very professional, she runs her business, you know, well. She's on mm-hmm. time. She's organized. You know, partner couple. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, I think Vivi Lane has been, you know what I mean? And she's been doing this a long time. She's like stood the test of time. She's gotten better at wrestling, better at acting. I agree. Better at production. I agree. I agree. I think, And I think that's a great point. There's like um, there's a few people who like I, I never really thought about that. Honestly, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Like, and VV's right up there at the top, where like people who have been around for like a while, like, but and like you know, it's funny. Like, you love their old video. Like, for someone like who saw that like years ago, their old videos, but it's like you don't even think about it because you're just a fan. But it's like, yeah, they've transitioned and sometimes have led the way in new new ways in sessioning or in doing their videos and you're right like i i think she's a great example like she she she's better now in in every way than even 10 years ago and 10 years ago she was great exactly and i mean she pretty much sounds like invented you know bondage wrestling which is really cool which yeah yeah um yeah i uh it would i hope when i go visit her again that we get a bondage wrestling custom. I would love to bondage wrestle her. Oh, I would love to see that. No, um, she was a she's been on the show, so she was a past guest, and it was cool to talk to her about, like, like you said, create like the history of like how she came up with or how you know, I you know suggested like to do a bondage and how like that's really like it's Taking cool like off. that's her yeah and that's her staple like. You know, like that's, and she's also like the best at it, but like it's really cool. Oh man, I did this one. So I went to go see her. Um, it was in the summer, last summer. Uh, and we filmed for a full day, um, like hours or 10 hours, maybe. Wow. Yeah. It was, and of course, they're all strenuous. Um, but this, I was amazed at how well she took bondage. She was in this really, really strict hog tie for a long time in this video. Wow. And she did a great job. Like, when she was getting tied, they were going to, you know, make it a little less strict. Like, it still looked great. It looked clean. And she was like, nope. Tighten it up. Tight- nope. Pull me harder. I was like, oof. Wow. 
And I was like, that is so intense. <laughs> no, that's... Yeah, like, that makes sense, though, I guess, like, knowing how good she is at tying people, like, you, you have to know how it feels, or it helps to know how it feels to be tied up like that. Oh, but, yeah. Because uh, I've always heard the op. You know what I've heard, like, from, like, talking to, like, Hans and a couple other people is, like, she's, like, really nice, but she's also, like, she's, like, she doesn't like to lose. Nope. So that's always been interesting to me, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, she can take a lot of pain, case in point, with the bondage and with the wrestling. And to be the best, you have to have that. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. I was, like, just as impressed with that, with, you know, her wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's interesting um, – because I know you're, I, I don't know how far along, but I know you train in, in BJJ, and I don't know if there's any other things, martial art you train in. Um, um, I train in BJJ and some judo. I'm a lot better at BJJ. But it's um, interesting to hear that, that, um, that like, you weren't always, I know you were always an athlete, but you weren't always, like, someone who, like, either, like, was into, like, wrestling, like, you kind of got into knowing about any moves through like fetish, you know, fetish acting. So like what led you to like decide to do BJJ and judo? Uh, yeah. So I don't like to lose either. <laughs> 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 so I did, um, I started doing competitive sessions and I had, I actually didn't lose for a while, but I, very close matches where I almost lost and I was like man I gotta train like (laughs) (laughs) you know I was like this is that was like it's like I win by you know two submissions out of an hour an hour of competitive wrestling is a really long time by the way oh for sure oh I did two hours once full competitive Um, just wow yeah, but he, like, beat me the first hour, uh, especially, you know, on submissions. And then he got tired, thank God. Was he, did he have, like, a background? Yeah. He used to do, he used to do wrestling in high school, which I know is much different than submission wrestling. You know, because we weren't, we weren't doing mm-hmm. guns. Um, but he was also a college lacrosse player. So he was fit. Okay. And he was strong. And so when he showed up, I was like, "Oh crap! This is gonna be this is gonna be close." <laughs> now, did did he tell you his background before no. he showed up? No, he uh, did not. <laughs> that's kind of like that's like he told me his weight and his height. <laughs> that that's a little like I don't know, cheap from that guy. I know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, that's a little cheap one. I mean, that was before I was very trained. If if we fought now, it wouldn't be as it wouldn't be as difficult. <laughs> okay. Okay. So so how how has the, the, the training been? Um so my husband got into training with me. So oh, awesome. Yeah, there's an online course through Gracie, the Gracie Academy. Mm-hmm. And we were doing in-person stuff in Charleston for a while. I want to say we went very consistently for nine months together. And then Mm -hmm. we would train and refresh stuff while we were on the road, especially if it was I was about to do a a competitive or semi-competitive match. We would just go through uh, all the basic submissions real quick uh, before – and then my husband would go get coffee or food or go to the brewery or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would be kind of like refreshed. And then, I mean, I get to practice all my submissions all the time. Um, but as I started traveling more and more, it was really difficult to keep up that normal in-person um, class. So we found a really good online program and we've just been training together. Um, he's like a 190 
CrossFit athlete, so he's a lot stronger than me, which is perfect. <laughs> your your husband is or the trainer? Oh, my husband. Oh, okay. Yeah, so when we're rolling, uh, he's very difficult to beat, especially <laughs> at the same skill level. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, but we're working uh, towards a blue belt. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we have two stripes on a white belt, but you basically only get stripes. Well, we started getting it through this program, but we had gotten two stripes at our last gym. And when we quit, of course, we have to start from zero again, mm-hmm. <laughs> which yeah. is fine. I mean, the belts and the colors and stuff, they do mean something, but uh, they're not everything. its I've gotten to beat a lot of blue belt girls in competitive matches. Yeah, yeah. I, Because I, 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 I tried it for a little bit, but I had stopped. Um, but big fan of, like, just martial arts and the art, you know, in general. And um, – I think it's interesting like that, but I guess it like, like when like you go to another gym and it's like start from scratch. But um, I guess it makes sense because if they don't know, they don't know. And right. I guess it's kind of like lets you, you prove it. So like I've heard people say like I started from scratch. I was, you know, this belt over here, but they quickly saw I knew what I was doing. So like I, I moved up, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Yeah, they're just um, – they don't really care about the stripes. If mm-hmm. you get a different color, they kind of respect that. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, if that makes sense. Like big it does. Jumps. Yeah. It does. It does. And- uh, yeah, I just moved houses, and I've uh, been here about three weeks. So we're going to Oh, congratulations. Find- Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to find a gym – here uh we're gonna give we have a lot of travel the next two months so we're gonna keep doing our online thing and then we're gonna supplement with uh in-person classes once we get a breather <laughs> well, that's so yeah that's awesome and yeah you're 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 someone now for like you said get a breather and for you started into this into this mixed wrestling with the 2020 2019 when would you say you 2020 yeah and for you know this these few years like I, you've been very like prolific in sessioning but in content and going to you know different events and stuff so like how 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 has that been you know because you've you quickly gotten to like i feel like make awesome connections and like grow a name for yourself thank you i appreciate that yeah absolutely uh, I am just, I don't know. I, I feel like I just have goals and I really enjoy, um, chasing them. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I still don't like sitting still. <laughs> <laughs> so if I have some free time, I'm going to find a way to do something useful towards, um, the goals that I have for myself. So I don't really like I don't watch TV. I don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have like vices. I just really like uh, getting to have fun. I mean, I feel like it's like uh, a lot of acting. I just love it. Like I can't think of anything else I'd want to do rather than meet like cool, open minded people that are fetish actresses, session wrestlers, um, you know, sessioners, producers, right. uh, porn stars, <laughs> yeah, or, or whatever. It's just, I think it's really fun, and there's nothing else that I would rather do. That's awesome to hear. That's Yeah, awesome so hear. it's super easy to just be like, hey, I, you know, I still have this slot in San Diego, let me, you know, find some cool people in San Diego and see if anyone wants to shoot or if there's any session wrestlers in the area that I want to meet. Um, yeah, so I guess I do a lot of reaching out to try to meet the people that I want to meet too. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. And, and 
and that's how you, you know you, you and you're I think making great connections with awesome people. Um, and and I I do like that you you have a variety of like different types of videos and different types of like sessions like uh, getting to know Lexi and I remember telling her like oh that's so cool that you have like the mud wrestling I think that's awesome like the oh, yeah. mud wrestling clips and and then she's like and she had said like oh I think uh, Laura and I are going to do those and like I'm like oh okay and like it was awesome like those clips are really great like. I think like I like people who like do like it within this. I mean, in general, but even just within this, and they're doing different types of videos, and like you're using that creative brain as well as like the physical too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lexi was a a wonderful, wonderful host. She let me stay at her house for that whole weekend, and we just filmed a bunch of stuff. Um, and I got to hang out with her and really get to know her and of course wrestle her a bunch yeah yeah <laughs> no uh i i my second session was when i took a, a little vacation last year to new orleans and i told people it was cool um we we couldn't do to like time like i couldn't i would want to do the mud wrestling but um we went to like a park and we did like a session out in the open in the park and it was really cool like doing a session in the park like an outdoor session i had never done one before oh yeah that was super cool i did a lift and carry sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no 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 it's good no it's all yeah it's awesome it just reminded me um i got to do a lift and carry session at on a um hiking trail oh really and that was super fun so like it would be <laughs> so like we did a bunch of um lifts off of this one park but we had ended up hiking in about a mile you know but mm -hmm. i would be putting him in a lift and trying to like carry him and then so it's kind of like <laughs> you know if your friend yeah. gets a hurt ankle would you be able to get him out <laughs> yeah 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 uh, oh do a role play yeah so that was pretty fun <laughs> no that's awesome that's so cool yeah that's so cool we uh, we hadn't thought about that until we got there and we were at the park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were meeting there because I was actually home visiting my family. I wasn't planning on doing any sessions, but he was like, "He's a he's a regular," and he was like, "Ah, come on, please." And I was like, "Well, I don't have anywhere to session with you." <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, well, maybe like outside. I was like, well, there is this one park. <laughs> <laughs> there is this one trailhead. <laughs> and so uh, he drove down, and that's where we went. And it was really fun. Yeah, it's, it's I, I, and I don't know. Uh, that's so cool. And I don't know how many people like with when I was with uh, with Lexi. It, it was it was a few people in the park walk like running by or doing their own thing. But I could tell, like, I, you know, I said it on a recent podcast, like, um, it was a, no one really, if people, no one really, like, giving awkward stares or any, like, people were, they were running, they, like, ran and, like, took a quick glance and kept going. And I don't know if that's, like, the area, you know, New Orleans is a more, like, open city and it's, like, you know, I feel right. like you can kind of, be, so I don't know if that's the case or how much that goes in, because I, I was thinking, like, you know, I've come along. Like, I'm not ashamed. Like, I'm proud of it. But yeah. I'm like, in Philadelphia, I don't know. I don't know. There's a park that I'm like, yeah, that like you do it and someone wouldn't come up and be like, yo, what's going on here? And like, ask her, is she okay? Or then, you know, oh, right. Seeing yeah. how tough Lexi is and the moves she was getting me in, they might ask me, are you okay? You know, so like, um, right. I don't know, like, if that's how much that plays into it, but I was wondering where I don't know where you were at with that session, but where was it like secluded or were people like just doing their own thing or? Oh, so that one was um, super secluded. And I've done one other, um, it was a workout challenge session. So it was like me and someone were competing. Okay. Um, and uh, that was at a, public park but that's not so weird um yeah we didn't run across anybody on that trail the majority of people in that area um it's like the hill country of texas 
Um, there's a little golf uh, course, so they're over there playing golf, or there's a little rodeo area, so there'll be people, um, you know, doing their horses, practicing right. barrel racing and stuff, and people don't use the trail that much, so I was, you know, putting it mm. to use. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I I think that's like, I, I've, I've said it to a couple people on the show and off air. Um, and there's people I talk to who have been doing this or fan, like found this world longer than I have. And I probably found this world, you know, going on like 16 years ago, 2007. And my first session was live was 2012, but just like, not just in the volume and not just even in like a little bit of notoriety, but just with like the creative, what people are doing, like, and that's what's cool and inspiring me is like, I kind of, and I was, I was very happy in that world where I was just like, yeah, like all you can do, what's the most you can do in a session is like lift and carry, semi-competitive, competitive, you know, and th that's about it, you know? And I'm like, oh, oil wrestling, I guess, if someone's cool with it. But then yeah. to see like, like, like you talked about earlier, Vivi with bondage wrestling and the, the, the mud wrestling clips that like you and like Lexi have done and the, the different types of lift and carry clips and like the 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 central the sex wrestling and how that's evolved and yeah it's just like it's cool to see like um in so many ways like it, it it can keep growing and keep evolving and keep like like the world keeps expanding in a good way yeah yeah i completely agree so it's just <laughs> awesome to see that um and I guess I am curious. I know, like, lift and carry, we talked about that. But what are your favorite types of sessions? Uh, I just don't like doing the same thing all the time. That's probably, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's probably the main thing. And I won't book uh, multiples of the same session on one day. Mm. Uh, yeah. Um, so, like, I'll only do one lift and carry a day if I'm doing, you know, lift and carry. Okay. Um, or I'll only do one competitive or semi-competitive session. Um, and then I will just do, I'll accept other stuff. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, um, say, you know, just like hypothetical, if you're going to uh, Florida, like you're on a tour, and you're in Tampa, and you're there for two days, and like you're you're pretty booked up that day or that whole trip. Like, you'll you'll have like eight sessions, but they're all like completely different sessions. Yeah, they would need to be different. Oh, that's awesome! I never heard that before. That's really cool. Yeah, I just I don't want to get burned out. I want to like what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I've I just never I never knew. I mean, and probably other people do it i just maybe they never said it or i maybe i didn't ask the right question but like that's i never because i i kind of assume like they're different but i kind of assume like i said it's cool to like still even i've been doing this for a while but seeing how it evolves but i would i always kind of think like well yeah they probably some of them gotta like overlap like you get a few semi-comps like you said a few lift and carries or whatever but like um that's interesting. That's really cool. Yeah, I think it keeps it fun. Um, yeah, I do like some Femdom sessions as well, and they're fun. <laughs> okay. I feel like that kind of falls into the world of session wrestling pretty easily, though. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, trying to think what else. Foot sessions. I mean, I don't mind having my feet taken care of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and uh like I do some massage sessions now. I realize I like giving people massages. Oh, awesome. Yeah, people people like getting massages. So and then you still get to get to know each other for people who aren't at all into wrestling or tickling or you know what I mean? It's like pretty mm -hmm. much everyone likes getting a massage and they want to meet you so um, yeah that's really cool yeah 
though I'll, I'll tell you it's like um what's a little tricky about that uh yeah i can only do one a day of those as well because i like to put like an they always give you a one extra sheet you know mm-hmm. at the hotel so i like to put the extra sheet over the bed um and it's a lot better like with oil if you're going to do a massage for sure so, so it's like then the sheets toast you know <laughs> yeah you don't you don't have extra sheets and i don't want to be like the weirdo that keeps going down being like can i have some extra sheets <laughs> no i i i had a session i'm with you i had a session uh in early december and i talked to the person and said like hey how about like i can and i said i can give you a massage and it was like yeah i i brought like the oil and brought like the extra like sheet like you know yeah yeah that's nice i mean it's cool to get messy but like it, you know, the aftermath you gotta think about the aftermath too like you know you gotta right. make sure like uh it can be easily cleaned and also it doesn't you know doesn't have the person being like they gotta have room service come and change everything <laughs> right know? i wanna I wanna keep my my hilton diamond member status mm-hmm. <laughs> and not mm. me yeah, not be Sean absolutely <laughs> right, 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 right. That's important. That's important. <laughs> but, oh, um, once upon a time, they double booked my room, Hilton. Day. Oh, really? Yeah, or they double booked the room, uh, and I don't know how they did it. It was in the Raleigh area, but uh, and I, you know, they they just it was a really nice place and it was big. And it has just like that small thing that you can sort of open up that catches the door. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't put that on. uh, And I was in the middle of a femdom session with a guy like tied in like a frog tie. And I was like whipping him in the latex outfit. And (laughs) the door just like opened. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyways i actually uh we were filming it so it was on video but <laughs> <laughs> but it was so funny i think we laughed for like five minutes after that before we got back to it <laughs> but yeah there was a guy and um he, he wasn't upset or anything he just went straight down to the front desk and told me they double booked the room they came up and gave us gift cards oh nice nice yeah, I, I was just excited that turned out so well. <laughs> right, I, that's what I'm thinking too. Like I'm I was like, like, oh uh, man. <laughs> I, I'm like that 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 person was probably an open minded. I'm I'm thinking, you know, me because I'm, I'm thinking assuming like, so. Yeah, like cause that could have gone bad. And, and in that case, I I kind of no one's wrong, but I could understand with that surprise, maybe someone reacting like they were like, what the hell, like. Like a lot of times we deal with people who are closed minded and not open and don't want to understand. But if I was that per, I, I would be cool, but I, I could understand if that person was kind of like, whoa, like, like if they didn't expect that. So that's cool that the person was pretty chill. Yeah, I felt uh, very, very lucky. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Well, I think I'm about to need to hop off here. Me and my husband are putting together a bondage chair for a video that we need to film later. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're, yeah. Like, we're getting a little, um, well, so we got like a bondage milking table put together. Now we got to get our bondage chair. <laughs> and, wow. uh, you know, we're just getting all of our torture equipment put together <laughs> that is that is so cool okay so we that just means that we got to have a part two soon because i i i there i got to hear about all like that that's so awesome yeah all of the torture <laughs> mm-hmm, and the torture and the bondage and the milking and the the femdom like that's that's yep yeah it's really yep. cool that my husband does it with me and, that's i mean really i'm sure awesome. that we wouldn't last long if he didn't <laughs> yeah that's well, true, but that that's that's awesome that you have someone who is uh who is really who under understanding, but also you can share in it too. That's really cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, we're super happy. (laughs) Well, I will, um, I'll let you get to, you know, building the bondage, (laughs) bondage chair with your husband. And, um, and also, yeah, make sure to uh, send me like that, the Reddit. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely yeah. like hop on and, and whatever you like, you know, you need me to do, like I'll, I'll do so. Awesome. Yes. I would love the help with it. Uh, yeah, yes. As soon as we hop off, I'll give you those links. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Perfect. But Laura Cross, thank you so much for joining, joining me. This was uh, incredible. Absolutely. I had a great time. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So for the incredible Laura Cross, I'm D-Rock. Thank you guys for listening to After Hours Sessions. Take care. Take care. All right.